And welcome to the first episode of 2018 for Retrovaniacs. As always, I'm Jeremy Parmentier here with Jeremy Gregory. Hey, guys. And Billy Holiday. Hello there. And as you may have noticed, uh, it's a new year. We have a brand new theme song. Uh, it's actually a song by a band that I'm in, Subtastics. Uh, we just put out our EP, and this is the first song on the EP. I didn't write it to be the theme song for this podcast, but conveniently it's about how I've wasted my entire life playing video games and have no other skills. So it fits. I think it works fine, and it's uh, it, there's less of a chance of a copyright threat uh, from using a Devo song as our intro as we have for the first 50 or so episodes. So, Jeremy, since our last episode, which has been over a month, what have you been playing? I guess it has been like a month, hasn't it? Like that's it's been a while. So, um, you know, I, I it, since it was the Christmas season and all that's the holiday season, I, I didn't really get to play too much. Uh, I did play the new uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. I, I got it on sale and. It's been a while since I played an, an Assassin's Creed game. I think the last one I played was Black Flag. I, I really enjoyed that game. I, I think I came close to, to 100%ing that game. Um, so it, it's been a minute, and I was like, you know, I could I could maybe go for a new Assassin's Creed game. And this one, you know, it's, um, it's the first one in a couple of years. It's set in ancient Egypt, uh, that whole area. And I, I, I enjoyed it for like the first maybe 10 hours. And then after that, I really just, it just went off a cliff for me. I did not, I just could not bring myself to play that game anymore. Uh, they've changed a lot with it. And there's a lot of stuff I really do like. Uh, I, there's a lot more, it's it's a lot more witchery, uh, Witcher 3E, I guess. And, and the way the it has quests and, and stuff like that, instead of just like, oh, you know, Here's some random crap on the map to do. It's still got that, of course, but uh, there there are much more fleshed out quests this time in this uh, in this one. Um, Is there a card game? No, there's not a card game, as far as I know. I you know I didn't really get all the way into it, but uh, from what I saw, there were there was no uh, card game to to waste an entire month with. Um, not that anyone on this podcast would actually do that, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it is not in this game. But uh, there are the, the other things I didn't like. This is kind of standard with most Ubisoft games anymore. Um, the map is just massive, mm. and it's just filled with nothing. I yeah. mean, this one does a little bit of a better job of, of putting some stuff out there, but it's still just dotted with absolutely just constant things you're just doing over and over. And I like doing that. I actually like the division. So, you know, if, it's, if this one's doing something wrong... Um, that the division did right. I'm not sure what's going on because it is still just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, also, they completely changed the combat. Not that Assassin's Creed combat has ever been very good to begin with, but it is now just complete garbage. They tried to do um, kind of the more weighty Dark Souls combat. And if there's one thing that, that any game or any developer should take note and learn is no one should do this except from software because no one else can do it. It, it, and they try it, and it's just awful every single time. You know, and, you know what combat the game needed was more of like the the Arkham games. Yeah, uh, I mean that seems really like that would fit, that. right? Yeah, yeah, that. But they've tried to go this route. They, you know, you have a lot a lot larger inventory of weapons and things like that that you can find. Um, so I can kind of understand why they did it like that, but it just does not work. It is. I, I played it for like I said over. It's probably around fifteen hours. And I still, every single time combat came up, I was like, oh, God, I'm just going to run away because I don't want to deal with this anymore. And it's it's just not that fun. So 
I kind of I've just tossed that to the side. I don't know if I'm ever going to get back into it. If if I can't get into a game within 15 hours, then I probably won't be getting into a game. Um, but besides that, I did finally get to play Cuphead, and that's a great game. Um, really, really great game. Uh, you know, we've talked about it on here before, and but that's really kind of the other game I've been spending a lot of time with, and that is a very enjoyable side-scrolling boss rush, basically. And I uh, can't say enough good things about that, especially that art style. Man, that is just so good. I, I love looking at it every single time I turn it on. But really, that's that's about all I've been playing much of since the last podcast. Well, I grabbed the last Guardian finally. Uh, I mean, I loved Ico or Eco, I think it's pronounced Ico, and uh, Shadow of the Colossus. So I had kept, I actually bought a PS4 because I heard The Last Guardian was finally coming out for that and Persona 5. So, uh, you know, when it came out, it got kind of mixed reviews, and I didn't have the system at the time it came out. So I, I held off on getting it, but it was down to 20 bucks. So I grabbed it, and it is an excellent game if you enjoyed both Ico and. Shadow of the Colossus, it's a it's a good mix of the two games from what I've played so mm-hmm. far. I'm admittedly not super far in, uh, maybe about three hours now. Um, I, the complaints I saw about the game online is that, I mean, a, most of the game is getting this giant creature to that, that kind of follows you around like a dog to do what you need it to do to progress. And there are definite parts, uh, much like an actual dog or a child, where it does not do exactly what you want it to do uh, without you waiting or like positioning yourself in exactly the right spot or... You know, it, it, the triggers that make it do what it's supposed to do generally work fine, but there are times where I just missed something minor, and therefore, uh, you know, the, the animal does not do what I need it to do, and I get a little frustrated because I know what I'm supposed to do, but then I think maybe that's not what I'm supposed to do because it's not happening. Uh, but but it's still excellent. I'm enjoying that. Uh, Jeremy, you brought up the Witcher-esque-ness of Assassin's Creed, but I actually finally got The Witcher 3. I mentioned it in the last podcast, but I hadn't really started it. Uh, I'd like to say I'm exactly as far as I was in The Witcher 3 as I was a month ago because I played the first game of Gwent, and then I thought, well, this is cool, but I couldn't find another place to play Gwent, so I just downloaded the standalone Gwent game, and I've played hours and hours and hours and have seen amount of online Gwent, and it's incredible, and I highly recommend it to everybody. If you like Magic the (laughs) Gathering, then the, the version of Gwent that is on the standalone version is much more like Magic than it is like Gwent in Witcher 3. Um, essentially, if you play Gwent in Witcher 3, they have the three rows you can put your your cards into, and certain cards can only go in certain rows. That's basically gone for the standalone game. They do have the three rows, but you can put whatever you want anywhere. Uh, but then there's a lot of cards. Every single card has a special ability. There's almost no cards with no special ability. Everything is like, when you play this card, any, any unit that's on the row opposite you takes two damage. Or it's like, pull a unit to the same row you're in on the opposite side of the board and cause fog to go across the board. I mean, there's all these really cool abilities on the cards. Uh, I am not good at it. I probably lose you know, four rounds for every one I win. But I'm enjoying it, and it's totally free, which is always a bonus. Totally free. Uh, so, Billy, what have you been playing that hopefully is not a card game? No card games here. I, I am the uh, we, the podcast is two for three for, for grown men hopefully or hopelessly sucked into an online card game. <laughs> um, but no, I've, I've, I've withheld, and it's probably because I am awful at it. Uh, I couldn't beat the tutorial guy. Uh, I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't have a mind uh, for that kind of thing. I will take the Red Dead poker any day over that. Um, but no, I've I, I played a little bit of this and that. Uh, just popping 
I think games already have in and and just you know going through them and, and determining no I don't want to play this game and I'll start this one and then no I don't want to play this one either. Uh, I've dedicated the most time. I played through the uh, the last bit of uh, DLC for Resident Evil Seven. Uh, I, I can't say I enjoyed it too much because it's 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 very much on the uh, Resident Evil Seven takes a very actiony turn towards the end of the game and this pretty much is uh, in the in the same vein of that. Uh, but uh, it was decent. It was still decent enough. Uh, played a lot of Overwatch again. That's one I've been for two years now, just kind of kind of picking up and, and getting on a kick of, of playing it. And uh, I've still been enjoying that. What I've been sinking the most time into is that is that Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I'll tell you, it, it's it's really taken me. And it's the first game where I am kind of really going through all the side quests. I, I think I, I usually try to just barrel through uh, to the, the main story quest and, and every now and then pick up something on the side. So that's usually a pretty good sign that I am highly engrossed in the game if I am doing every little minor thing on there. Well, this episode's game or series of games uh, we were going to do, you know, back when we thought we were going to have this out in mid-December, uh, so it was very timely to meet with the, the newest Star Wars movie. We're going back to look at the three Star Wars games for the Super Nintendo, the Super Star Wars series. <laughs> This was a, a series of games. I am a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, I have watched all the movies, even the even the, the lesser ones I have seen several times over, uh, the better ones many times. Uh, I've gotten really into the comics and the books over time. And, and Star Wars is one of those movie series that I would say for the majority has better, better more good games than bad out there uh it's been a very very lucky series in terms of the games it's put out uh even, even with that being said i had only played uh the first of, of this series of games uh and had rented the second one once uh and the third i just never saw turn up in uh turn up in my video store or or in stores uh so yeah uh I, I, part of this is fresh about you know 75 percent of this is fresh to me well, you know, for me, um, <laughs> I, I, I have the, I think, uh, the unpopular opinion here that I absolutely loved this series as a child. And as far as the movies go, uh, this was my introduction to the original Star Wars, um, oh. the, the very, the episode four. Mm -hmm. And um, I had seen, when, when Super Star Wars first came out, I had seen Empire and Return of the Jedi numerous times on TV and, and VHS and whatever. But I had never actually seen the first one. So when this came out, this was kind of my introduction to that first movie. And I was so excited when I did actually see the first movie that how close it stuck. And I'm sure we'll get into, you know, the story aspects and, and how, how, for better or worse, how close these, these games stick to the movie. Uh, and the pointed when, were you constantly looking for the scene where Luke shoots about 10,000 giant, uh, giant crabs? <laughs> 
You know, I no, not really, because I didn't really wasn't that excited for it in the game either. But it was uh, there, there was a lot of things that it was it was kind of neat to see, um, yeah. you know, just how close it stuck to it. And um, but yeah, that you know, I of course love Star Wars, and, and when this game came out, it was it was a pretty big deal, and uh, it was uh, I grabbed it up as as soon as it came out. Well, I had all three of these games, but you have to remember before these games came out, there were definitely Star Wars video games, but it wasn't like it is now. I mean, literally now there's there's hundreds of Star Wars video games that have come out since uh-huh. these games came out. I mean, most recently, what, Battlegrounds 2? Uh, that, that takes all the scenes and all the action segments from the, the movies and makes them like a multiplayer game. Uh, admittedly, has some some uh, drama involved with how they in, do loot boxes or something, but but still, there's these games have been out. They have MMOs, they have, you know, there's a million Star Wars games out at this point in time. When these games came out, it had been a long time. There were the, uh-huh. the Atari games that I had. I think everyone had Empire Strikes Back where you just fly around and shoot AT-ATs, and, uh, <laughs> and then I had the Return of the Jedi game, and I had the game that even used the, uh, the paddles where you fought each other with lightsabers. Uh, well, actually, you fought like the... In, in the original movie when he's flying on the Millennium Falcon and Luke's training and how to use the Force and he's just using that little Force ball. Yes, uh, it's a whole uh-huh. game based on that, uh, where it's just two of you shooting Force balls back and forth. Uh, but I had that. I mean, I had the Star Wars games on Atari. I remember uh, the, the, there were some versions for computer of, of even the arcade uh, port. And then there were the arcade, the classic arcade wireframe game. Like That was all I could remember. I'm sure there were some others, but they weren't on Nintendo. In fact, the Nintendo games based on these movies came out the same time as these mo- as these games did, and the Super Nintendo games are worlds better than the Nintendo mm-hmm. counterparts. Uh, so when when these came out, it was like there hadn't been a big Star Wars game, and you didn't want a game where it was like it's based in the Star Wars universe, but you're Mike and you like to dance. It was like no, yeah. this is this is Star Wars. You're playing the Star Wars. It's characters. the best Star Wars game. Though. I'm gonna be honest. I would actually play that game now. That's the kind of game now I would be super into. Uh, but. But no, instead, this is like this follows the plot of the movies, while taking some definite liberties. Uh, admittedly, probably for good game reasons. I mean, in the movies, and here's some spoilers on the original Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Luke Skywalker goes to to get droids for the their their farm, and and so they go buy them from some Jawas. Now that wouldn't be a very exciting game if it was just a scene where you walk over to a, a thing and you pick some robots and walk home with them. So instead, in this game, uh, Luke Skywalker comes up and attacks the Jawa fortress, grinding it to a halt, and then jumps inside and rips everything apart to get to some droids after fighting a giant lava monster. None of that in the movie, but it was a much better game scene than, again, him walking five feet from his house, buying two droids, and walking back to his house. So I understand why they made those changes. Uh, but But otherwise, it's a pretty good version of, like, a five-year-old's version of what Star Wars was. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the Star Wars that you probably imagined when if you were playing with the figures, because, uh, yeah, just uh, just like you were saying, you're not going to have your action figure kind of, you know, walk from one end of the room to the other uh, with a video game. You have to take liberties and you got to try to stretch things out. Uh, but I don't know. You know, you know, I love a good walking simulator. I may have gone for that. I, I don't think that would have flew ba- back on the, on the Super NES. Uh, it's barely it flying now. You can do it um, now. <laughs> we could maybe I, that's maybe that's what EA's got planned next year, but um, it's uh, it, it definitely takes a lot of liberties uh, with the story. I mean, it has to. It really has to. There's definitely enough action sequences in in, in those movies, um, more so the the next two than the first one. But they really had to just uh, take what they had. You know, they were like, oh, here's here's the sand crawler guess we can make that into like two stages or something and make them the most annoying fucking stages in the world. 
but it's uh, it it really does try its best to to flesh out a game while keeping the story as close as possible to the movie. Well, every level is based on a scene or or scenes from the movie, but they're side-scrolling action games. So you know your your main main options are to jump or to use a weapon. Uh, if you push down and jump, you'll slide, uh, and you can double jump. Uh, with most characters by jumping and hitting up and jumping again. Uh, you you start the game as Luke, which makes sense. Uh, and then as you progress through the story of Star Wars, you can eventually become Chewbacca or Han, and then change who you want to be each level. You can't change who you are in the middle of a level, uh, but you can change who you are uh, you know, at the start of the level. I think, I think when you die, you may get to also pick again who you want to be. Um, there are power-ups in the levels, as opposed to just being Luke Skywalker and starting the game with your lightsaber. Uh, you know, you start with a blaster, and you have to, to find the lightsaber throughout the story. Uh, so the, the power-ups you get, which are pretty much universal, uh, except for once you finally get your uh, your Jedi powers. Um, for the, let me try that again. So you finally get your lightsaber. Uh, there's a, uh, you know, hearts that come in. There's a little heart and a big heart that take little parts or bigger parts of your health bar back. Uh, health swords that expand the size of your health bar. Uh, there's a time uh, item that increases the time you have. Uh, the levels are timed, which is irritating. I don't think you'll ever run out of time, but it's one of those things that gives you more points based on how much time you have left. Um, there's blaster icons you'll pick up that make your regular blaster more powerful. You start with a pretty kind of pea shootery blaster, and it, and it goes through levels where the next pickup, it, it shoots balls instead, instead of these little beams you shoot forward. Uh, the third is a homing missile, which rules, but doesn't do as much damage as some of the later shots. Uh, and it goes up to where you have this giant blaster that shoots kind of like giant flame bursts out of the front of it. Uh, and again, those those carry over to the next level, and when you die, all those power-ups are gone, and you start back up with a pea shooter, which is terrifyingly bad. Uh, Darth Vader heads that are extra points. Detonators that I didn't figure out how to use until I finished the first game. Uh, we could talk about that because uh, I did not have a manual. Uh, shields that make you invincible for a very, very short amount of time, but are definitely worth picking up every time you see one. And then extra heads uh, of whatever character you are as extra lives. Uh, you start the game, I think, with three or four lives, and they're pretty easy to find more. Uh, you can also earn more with points. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> this is a definitely a game that punishes you painfully when you fail. You're gonna. Uh, it gives out extra lives, yeah, and and most of the enemies drop hearts. I mean, the hearts are, are very abundant. Uh, usually, the damage you take, you can you can make up for. Uh, but yeah, the extra lives are out there, and you're gonna need them. You're gonna find out pretty early on. I don't think the game even eases you in. Uh, it just kind of throws you in, uh, difficulty wise. This is a uh, and this is a hard fucking game right here, and. It's not going to let up. We'll talk about it. It's not going to let up as the series progresses. It's uh, it's definitely one of those games that is throwing everything at you, mm-hmm. and you just kind of have to brute force your way through. It's um, it, you definitely can power up everything uh, and and keep it going, and that's really the best way to play the game if you can, uh, you know, keep your plasma blaster or the homing missiles or anything like that. The game's much easier, but once you lose those, it's pretty hard. Uh, so to really get back to where you were if you were on a difficult stage already. Um, and there's definitely those times where um, the, the, the platforming comes into play. And this game is, none of these games are very good platformers, mm-hmm. especially with just how weird uh, the physics are in this game. Like your character doesn't actually, you know, in like Castlevania and Ninja Gaiden, whenever you get hit, you kind of push back and then you're, 
you're invincible for a second so you can move forward or whatever this you just get pushed all over the fucking place in this game by everything it will push you back like two or three feet almost like slide you back into the screen um it's it's like literally someone just comes up to you and just pushes you back and you're just like what the fuck man just stop pushing me and that's the entire game uh anytime someone hits you that's that's how it's gonna go and when you're trying to do some very exact platforming which you do have to do a lot in these games it really makes this game way harder than it probably should be well the the yes the platforming is is very very difficult there's a lot of levels and and it's not as much in the the original game the original star wars this doesn't happen as much uh super star wars it where you can't see what you're jumping to there's a couple levels yes. where that happens um it, you know I, instead of Instead of finding examples, we'll just kind of go through the first couple levels just to explain how this gets difficult so fast. Because I think mm. I think it, we're really missing the mark on showing how how hard this game is. And at the time, I don't remember this being so difficult. I never beat it. I had all three of these games. I never started the second and third game because I never finished the original Super Star Wars. But I was like, when I finish mm. it, I can jump right in Empire. And I, I never did. And that's my own problem. Uh, but But so on this, I didn't remember this game being incredibly hard as much as there were hard parts but when i started this up the first time even the first level yes there's no real platform jumping in the first level you're just walking through a desert trying to jump over rocks and shooting a million womp rats but but then even that like you'll get hit and it's probably four hearts worth of damage when you get hit and and you're right it knocks you back and you're only invincible for like a split second it's not long it's long enough to make it so you're no longer touching the enemy and then all of a sudden you can get hurt again so if there's a handful of monsters on the screen you can go from a full life bar to like a fragment of your life bar in two hits i mean that's it so you have to make sure you're never getting hit you never want to stop firing you you basically just running and shooting everywhere like a contra game but the the game is not set up like a contra game even contra wasn't this like things spawn all over the place in the first level specifically it's like you're running to the side and there's there's guys jumping in front of you there's things jumping out of the ground like the sandworm things they're all over the place there's two or three on the screen at a time all the time it's not like and and it's not like in contra where everything dies in one or two hits some of these things take a good number of hits to take down and it's not like the other things stop spawning while you're shooting this thing over and over again so even the first now level this, uh... Even the first level has some very difficult standard parts to it without any jumping to it. I mean, there's jumping, but it's not like you jump and fall to your death. It's just jumping. And you and get just, to that... It feels like a battle of attrition. Yeah. I mean, that's all it really is. I mean, things just keep coming at you, and all you can do is just push forward. Right. Yeah. And you'll get to a point where you get to the boss of the first level, which is, you know, a giant sand worm thing. Or it's the Sarlacc for no good reason, because uh, that wasn't even in this movie. But whatever, it, it's like an inverted anus that shoots out of the ground and, and <laughs> has arms. And it, <laughs> and it, it, that first boss, if you're hurt at all, you're probably going to die. Even though I, I mean, I played yeah. this game a bunch, and I, there were still times if I wasn't at basically full health by the time I walked into the screen where the boss was, uh, and have the highest, which I think at that point the highest gun you can get is the homing missile, I was screwed. It was over. I mean, I would with a standard blaster and any damage, I don't think it's possible to beat that boss. I'm sure that someone has. I'm sure I can go online now and find it. Somehow someone will have a knife run, even though there's no knife in this game. They'll have a knife run where they've beaten this with no hits. But I can't figure it out. These, these, the bosses specifically are, for the most part, massive battles of attrition. It's you better come fully stocked, and you just want to just blow the shit out of them before they kill you. Because otherwise, the control is not fine enough for me to get around most of these bosses without taking a good amount of damage. No, the control isn't great at all. It, it's very, 
it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's not, I, I, I don't know if I'd call it floaty, but it's too fast. I, it feels like your character moves around a little too fast and a little too loose all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially with the jumps. But in talking about these bosses, like even that first Sarlacc pit, that pit monster, it's it takes a while. Even if you have like a full, uh, you know, you've got the homing missiles or whatever, it takes quite a bit of, of work to get that thing down. And most every boss in the game is the same way. Like everything in this game seems like it just takes way too much damage. Well, the side-scrolling bosses specifically, there are other other sections of the game. There's vehicle sections. Uh, there are there are some more gimmicky sections which may not have that same difficulty setting, but but yes, these parts, the side scrolling levels are all hard. So you finish that that first section, and then uh, I think the next section is the first segment where you're in a land speeder, and so you're just flying around killing Jawas and trying not to hit rocks uh, on your way to the sand crawler. Not a hard level. It's kind of a neat. I think it's another you know Super Nintendo requirement to have a mode seven level, and this is it. All the levels <laughs> that are on vehicles are mode seven levels. Uh, but but it's not bad. I mean, it's not fun. I, I'd say those those levels are. Yeah, that's that's the best I could say. It's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun, uh, but they're easy. They just it was just like okay, I got to yeah. do this now. I didn't feel like any of those levels were difficult. It's harmless. It, it's a cool down from the from the first level because there's not really I, I don't feel like any real danger in, in that level. Uh, it's it's pretty easy. I, I'm. Fairly certain you could be still. You could just sit still there and just let the enemies come to you and just keep, you know, just keep shooting the entire time. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not fun. Uh, and and I was excited uh, the first time I played this. You know, the to to be able to get into any of the vehicles in Star Wars. I was always fascinated by the the, the vehicles in the film. So any chance to, to get into one of them. Um, but yeah, so I, I was a little let down by that then. Uh, I think now, uh, fine. Um, after I just finished that boss, uh, it, it was it was it was a welcome change from shooting the same fucking thing for about five minutes straight. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's not that fun, and and I think we're going to continue uh, to to think that as we keep playing through the vehicle levels in in later games. I will say at least the vehicle stages in this game, the mode seven stuff makes sense. It does when they, when they show up, at least in super star Wars, it makes sense that they're there. Yes. It's the best super Nintendo cramming in of mode seven. Yes. (laughs) And, and and to be fair to the movie, there were scenes where they rode a land speeder. So these, these definitely happened there. It was believable that Luke Skywalker would be riding a land speeder. Now he didn't shoot a bunch of Jawas and, and, uh, and, whatever those other green blobs are supposed to be. Uh, but but still, he was in the land speeder at the time in the movie that this would have happened. Totally acceptable. Got that. You don't know that. I mean, you didn't read my fan fiction, so <laughs> well, that's obviously true. you missed a big part of it. Uh, maybe some of these other scenes that weren't in the movie were in your fan fiction. They, the lava monster was... specifically. If that was part of your fan fiction, kudos. Because that was oh, definitely... Man, that lava monster was doing a lot more in my fan fiction. Oh, boy. That's, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Uh, so when you, when you get through the land speeder section, you finally get to the, the, the Jawa fortress where you call on the outside first and have to shoot your way up to the top and jump into the land speeder. And then, you know, the next section is a, a, a side scrolling section. Again, this is the first time in the game where the jumping was really notably bad. 
Mm-hmm. Going up the land speeder, it's bad because there's plenty of jumps that you have to double jump perfectly. Uh, there are platforms that move that you can't see until it's like, oh, it moves into place, and there you go. And meanwhile, you're trying to dodge things that are shooting you, so you don't have time to wait for things. Uh, but inside the land speeder is the first time you have instant death jumps into lava. And it's that point where I realized this is why I never, ever beat this game. As soon as I got to the first set of jumps, I was like, oh, if I just slightly walk off the platform, doesn't matter how much I've done up to this point, I could have the best gun. I could have, uh, you know, a life bar that, that my sword, life sword could be all the way across the screen. Like I could be fully powered up and one, one sloppy step off the side of a platform and I have to start again at ground zero at a checkpoint in a level that gives me maybe one gun upgrade if I'm lucky before I get back to where this boss or whatever I died at was. And th- this is the, why I think the game is as hard as it is. It's not, if you're fully powered up, it, I don't want to say it's trivial by any means, but the actual combat, you kind of come in, you know, you bring a gun to a knife fight for most of this stuff. But then yeah. once you lose, you don't even have a knife anymore. You brought a, a, a drinking straw to a knife fight. You're screwed. And there's, uh, you know, you mentioned before we get too far into it, uh, going up that sand crawler. Uh, that is about the time when you realize once you've uh, fell off of a platform and you have to work your way back up, this is when you discover that the game does that classic annoying video game thing of respawning everything. Oh, yeah. All of the enemies, all of the things that you worked so meticulously to shoot so it wouldn't knock you off the next goddamn platform, there they are all over again. And if you get to the top of that fucking sand crawler and (laughs) fall all the way down, which I did, everything's right there again and it's just a giant kick in the nuts well thankfully unlike bubsy there's not falling damage which is nice so you don't have to worry about (laughs) that uh but yeah this is the jumping is hard to to land exactly where you want there's definite times where like i thought i didn't make a platform and i did and there are times i thought i did a platform and i fell right through it uh not not tragically but definitely ones where i was like i think i hit the corner of this platform but i didn't and other times where i was fairly certain i missed it but somehow i landed on it uh and that that continues for the rest of the game there's definitely parts where the jumping is is a little bit sloppy which is unfortunate because after this level is where the the jumping becomes obscene uh which is the the outside uh you know on the way to to go find obi-wan kenobi levels where you're just basically running through mountains and then jumping on these tiny platforms some of which fall some of which don't it has my least favorite thing in any game which is there's sections where the game makes it scroll forward if you want it to or not the auto scroll levels which is i don't think it even happens anymore in games unless it's a shooter but otherwise it never happens but i that is as soon as that started i it was as close as i came to just turning it off i was like oh no i may not play any more of this i think i've learned enough we're gonna call a audible and change this game up i hate auto scroll (laughs) i hate it I can't hardly blame you. I mean, it's uh, no. it, it, that that level is. Uh, I remember playing it as a kid, and I did not enjoy it. And I definitely did not enjoy it here. It, you know, it's kind of weird because I, I sit here and I I have fond memories of playing this game when I was a kid. Like these were some of my favorite. Uh, you know, this first one in Empire, probably two of my favorite memories uh, playing games on the Super NES. I like, I, I, I know personally. Uh, this I gave this thing as a kid. And probably still now, I gave it a big pass just because it was Star Wars. I would not tolerate this. If this was fucking super space fight or some shit like that, I, I would not 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess the Star Wars went back to the video store and would not have been picked up again. Yeah. Uh, there was just as a kid, there was that that Star Wars appeal to it. And Star Wars still at that point could it's obviously before the prequels came out. Star Wars could could do no wrong at that point in time. Uh, and, and even now, uh, I think that I, I pushed through it just because I wanted to see mainly how the how the some of the other scenes from the film would be would be translated over into the games uh and i mean there are enough little good things there i like the cut scenes uh and the music's not bad either uh there were enough kind of good things i could try to focus on when when we got to this shit level here (laughs) well it's 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 kind of a letdown in, in several facets one is yes it has it has auto scrolling and there are definitely jumps that are very difficult that instantly kill you uh this is the first level where you have to learn that the r and l button on your super nintendo controller let you look up and down by a fraction of the screen but there are definite parts where you need to use that to jump and unfortunately some of those parts are the auto scrolling parts so you're trying to make these jumps to these other platforms that may or may not fall and then you have to make sure you hit r and l real quick to see if there's something above or below you and oh yeah there's flying things that knock you off the platforms it's irritating but so you get through this hard ass jumping level where you think you did at least because you get to obi-wan kenobi and there's a little cool cutscene thing and you get your lightsaber and then you're like fuck yes now's the time i'm luke skywalker i got a lightsaber now admittedly Sure, in the movie he didn't know how to use it at first, but you figure still, who cares? It's a video game. He also didn't, you know, fly around, shoot around in, in his land speeder shooting Jawas, but I did for an hour, and it was super fun. So let's let's go back, and now I got my lightsaber. I think the lightsaber may be the shittiest thing in the entire game. I hate it. The, the, <laughs> something must be said for the animation using it. It looks like you, you're <laughs> holding on to the lightsaber mid-seizure. Uh, it's, it's just a, a series of just wild twitches and and jerks uh yeah that lightsaber is something that was a uh that's that talk about the wind out of your sails um the only good thing it really brings to the table is now that you you have an attack when you jump yes that's the only reason to keep it you're exactly right you turn into a fucking you know lightsaber pinwheel when you jump and and yeah that that jump is is key but as far as just standing there, just one on one, no, I mean you're still gonna, you're not gonna use that lightsaber. Uh, there's no conceivable reason you you would try to play through with that. Uh, the blaster, the powered up blasters are still the, you know, it's still the main weapon. It's still what you're gonna use for for the remainder of the game. Well, especially and most... also oh, getting to this th- this next uh, stage, you know, where you first get your lightsaber, which is essentially the same stage as before. Uh, this is uh, also where you get you start to learn that the game uses these levels and overstays its welcome with them. And that's a, a common thing that goes throughout the entire series of games. Uh, it just does not know when to stop making you play the same level over and over again. Well, that, that second half, I, I consider that one level. I know it's two levels in the game, but whatever. It's one level as far as I'm concerned with a, a stopping point in the middle to get a lightsaber that sucks and then move on your way. The, the second half of that stage, the jumping isn't as bad, but it has that whole section where you fight Banthas. You fight Banthas mm, and Sand yeah. People, and the Banthas, like, they run across the screen, and you have to do a whole bunch of damage to them before they get across the screen, or else they basically tr- crush you like a train. And th- it's just them over and over again. Again, uh, Banthas are essentially giant cows. So, I mean, I'm sure they could hurt you, but 
but they aren't coming to attack you. There are no ban- attack banthas. But th- that's that's a doesn't matter. That's a that's a dumb argument. But it's still like one of those things where there's like it's six of them in a row or something. It's not like one of those would have been enough. Two, you're like, oh man, okay, I got through two. Good for me. After like the fourth one, I'm like, how many goddamn banthas are going to be on this one one stretch of straight ass walking? There's nothing else interrupting me other than sand people running from the left and banthas charging me from the right. Uh, every I think a lot of these levels, uh, especially. This is the first one, and then the, when you get to the Death Star, there's some levels oh. that are just long and monotonous slogs. <sighs> they yeah. just keep going. I there's, they <laughs> should <laughs> maybe heard the, the the opinion that you know brevity is uh, that's it's a good thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they did not get that memo because they wanted to pad this out as long as possible. And as a kid, sure I can appreciate that. You know, it's making a, a a game longer it's giving me more value for my 60 bucks that i spent on this but you can definitely see that there's there are a lot of stages and scenes that just go on way way too long well and the scenes they have checkpoints but they aren't marked and they're not enough of them in my opinion maybe that's just my current gaming mindset but the, the checkpoints are very few and again, since you do get totally powered down when you get when you get killed or fall or whatever, you need a lot of checkpoints, and you probably want more power ups for that. Uh, and neither occur. So instead, it's like I, I think in that second half of that level where you get your lightsaber, I think there's only one checkpoint, and it's kind of towards the end. And other than that, every time you die, you start right back at the beginning, right back at the beginning to go through the whole thing. And it's long. They're all super long. Uh, so you get through that. You, if you make it through that level, that's when you get it to finally. I think there's another painful uh land speeder scene that's that's short i mean it's not painful as much as it's boring but it's not hard uh and then you get to moss eisley this is the whole reason i was excited to play this game was like oh the cantina (laughs) scene is the best part of the movie i mean the x-wing fights are cool and all but but this is going to be where it's at and and the first scene is where you have to run through uh moss eisley to get to the cantina and that's at the end of that that stretch which is another long ass stretch but thankfully not too many terrible jumps uh you find chewbacca and that's where you can you can switch up, and now you can play as either Luke or Chewbacca in those levels. And from what I can tell, the only difference between Chewbacca and Luke is Chewbacca it has more health to start, which is good, and he doesn't get a shitty lightsaber. Uh, it's it's good to have the difference. It's not like when one dies, you can't use him again. It just it lets you pick who you want to be when you die or when you start a level. And I thought that was kind of cool. I, I mean, you know, getting to play Chewbacca was awesome as a kid. It was still cool now because it wasn't Luke. Uh, but there were definitely times where you wanted that that awful lightsaber. As much as I want to complain about it, that jump ability in certain areas is key, and you must have yes. it. Uh, but that said, uh, the cantina, not one of those areas. Uh, you could easily just be Chewbacca, because all you're going to do in the cantina is run in a straight line and fight the same four aliens from the cantina over and over again <laughs> uh, until eventually you get to the end of that. Uh, I don't remember what you fight, like a big bouncer or something, but then you get Han that Solo. Is, uh, that, the, the boss in that stage... Uh, for some random trivia for this episode is actually one of the uh, chess pieces in uh, if you watch the the movie uh, you know when they're on the Millennium Falcon they're playing that little game yeah, hollow hollow, holographic game uh, one of the uh, the characters on that that is actually the boss of that stage so oh, shit, why I, I don't know but sure that's that's where he comes from right and 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 <laughs> it had nothing to do with the cantina at all but hey that's okay no. the the live version of him is the boss uh, I don't remember him being typical, definitely hard on this one, but I, I was just excited that you get to be Han Solo after that because the only character you should want to be in Star Wars is Han Solo. He's awesome. 
Uh, turns out in this game, he's just like Luke without a lightsaber, but he does start with a slightly powered up blaster, mm-hmm. which yes. is always mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, they're not too different in this in this game. Um, in the, in the later games, they do kind of differentiate them a little bit, but just getting that extra power on that blaster with Han yeah. Solo is. Mm-hmm. I would just. I would pick him just about every single time if I knew it was going to be a hard stage. I think the other part of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Billy. That, that, cause, cause, yeah, we've we've already noted the lightsaber is. After the initial excitement of getting it, you find out that it, it's pretty worthless. And as devastating as it is, as, as being Luke and, and having that powered-up blaster and going back to that, that pea shooter of his, uh, at least with Han, when you die, uh, it's not if, it's it's the when, uh, the, the number of times you die, you're at least coming back with something, something that still isn't fucking you know, going to allow you to just run through these stages, but something that packs a little more punch. So once Han became an option, I mean, I, you're pretty much good just sticking with him for the remainder. So after you get Han, you have to escape Mos Eisley, which is almost exactly like the level before the cantina, uh, but but a little bit harder. There's definitely more, uh, more things to fight, and it's a longer level. You get to the Millennium Falcon, you get to take off, you go to the Death Star sections. These levels are not fun. These levels, <laughs> the Death Star levels of the inside of the Death Star, are one long ass hallway after another. Just one. The the first one where you're running through, I guess the the hangar bay, and so while you're fighting robots, the same four robots over and over again, that there will be ex, uh, Tie fighters flying by at random. That just all you have to do is make sure you jump or you take a little bit of damage. Just long, and it goes on forever. Like I honestly. At one point, I thought my, you know, the game was broken because it was going for so long. I'm like, I must just be stuck somewhere. This is taking way too long, and I think I've honestly seen this exact same setup like four times in a row. It's it is not enjoyable at all. This is rough. I swear swear to God, there had to be like a developer there was just like, you know, we've done this like three times in a row now. What if we did it? nine times in a row that would <laughs> just make it even more fun right but some motherfucker developer from the dark side put this one in there's <laughs> there's no reason for this and this teeters on that point where i hate in games where it's 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 not good uh and, and you can't say it's bad it's 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 approaching the point of becoming boring which which for me is one of the worst things um in a game and not something i could really it's tedious the other stages are but but at this point in time, uh, you know your your toes start fucking tapping about partway through this, and you're fucking looking at the clock, and you're starting to think of you know, I sure would like to go pay some fucking bills or something like that, something more <laughs> fun than this right here. Um, but yeah, uh, this was approaching a dangerous point to where I I just uh, as a kid I played through, but but as an adult I just I don't have any tolerance for for repetitiveness at this level well i I, as a kid i again i had all three of these games the farthest i got in this was the level where you get your lightsaber and then Mm -hmm. after i realized how terrible it was i was like i i'll come back to this and i never did i mean this is a harsh game it's very hard you only have a set number of continues um so there were many times where i just i i got that far like on my third continue and i was super excited to get the lightsaber and then when it wasn't that good it was it was very soul crushing but i still wanted to come back to it just never did there's so many other games to play uh and at that point again I, i didn't have a super nintendo until i was old enough to work so i didn't have as much time as i'd like but the i at this time playing this game the 
you know, even though these levels were kind of painful, I knew it was coming. What was coming was the end fight and end sequences where you have to be in an X-wing and it's going to be awesome. You're going to fly against, you know, you're going to you're going to get to attack the Death Star. There's going to be nothing better than that scene. And that I think that's kind of how this whole game feels where it's like, yeah, there's some real tedious moments, but it's Star Wars. And it feels mm-hmm. like Star Wars, and it follows the story of Star Wars, and it's all these things you've seen from Star Wars. The music is pulled right from the the movie. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally the same themes. When you're in the cantina, it's that awful cantina song. Uh, it, it, but it, but in the same way, it's an amazing cantina song. I, I love it where it is, you know. But anything else, if I heard that anywhere else on Earth, it would be terrible. But in the cantina in Star Wars, it works 100. Um, percent So I was still like, yeah, I'm gonna go through these levels. I know they're painful. There's a whole scene where you're you're climbing up a reactor core where you're just jumping up 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 it's just painful all these levels are, are in this in the death star are painful but you finally get to the x-wing level and i think it might be the biggest mess in the game the first x-wing <laughs> level is I, I, painful I, I, I can't say and i've played through it and i and i beat it but i i couldn't i can't tell you what i did um i just kind of aimed at everything and sometimes things blew up sometimes i hit things but they still appeared to have hit me uh it's it's a mess um but yeah i i left that i left that level baffled i, I think is i i did something right um but i i don't know what it is sit me down in front of it i don't know if i could reproduce it um i, I all i can say is that that hit detection does not exist on this level um shit i i don't know i I really don't know what's going on here it's a mess yeah it's a mess for good on them for trying to to do i guess more with mode seven than what you should probably ever do with mode seven uh yeah this is the uh this is the threshold this is is the wall wall against which mode seven breaks and, and there's... then once they uh once they got into empire then they went right over the fucking wall with that one because <laughs> it's, it's even worse but yeah this is the the point where uh there's just a little bit too much going on uh you, you know you're, you're flying around on top of the death star you're, you're trying to to take out the, the towers and things like that but there's so many things coming at you and <laughs> You know, Mode 7 was cool and all, but it's not great with hit detection. It's not great with being able to tell where you're at in a 3D space. You're kind of just flailing about. Mm. And whenever you see a tower, you just bear down on it and hope for the best. Um, You've got some control over your X-Wing. You can kind of go up and down a little bit. Um, But even then, uh, there's so much stuff coming at you constantly that, it, like like most of the game, it just kind of feels like a battle of attrition. Well, and... Up to this point in the the world of Star Wars games, this is the only game that existed was the the arcade version of this Death Star attack. So you knew what it was supposed to be. Everyone has played that game. You know, you're in the arcade, you you have the the scenes outside first, you're fighting fighting TIE fighters in your X-Wing, and you're like, fuck, this feels good. And then you get to the level where you're you're flying around on top of the Death Star, taking out towers and guns, you're like, fuck yes, I'm so close. And then you have the trench scene, which is much harder in the arcade than on this, but it's still like, this is so good. So then, you know, this this is almost... 15, 20 years later from when that arcade game came out, and the rest of this game would, was something that arcade could never have done because it was just, you know, vectors on that arcade game. So, you know, running around in, in, on platforms and getting a lightsaber, not possible. So you get to this X-Wing scene, you're like, this is going to be so fucking rad. And yeah, it does it. Filling about is the best description of that first 
X-wing. Uh, you know, you don't. There is no outer outer space X-wing scene. You just go straight to on top of the Death Star, and it's just just mashing the fire button, aiming at things. It it all, it didn't slow down on me, but it definitely felt like there were parts where there may have been two frames of animation per second. Just, yeah. I mean, at the right speed. So I was still flying as fast as I should be, but I was like, I'm firing and things are just exploded. I don't know exactly what's happening. It it was a mess. But I got through it on my first try. I don't know if that means it was easy or I was lucky or it didn't work properly and it just ends. I don't know. Uh, but you get through that scene pretty pretty quickly, I thought, and then you get to the trench scene, which was not hard, but much much better playing. I thought the trench scene was was a lot closer to what I wanted it to be. Uh, and, and then you get to fire at the right moment. You fire your torpedoes, and, and hopefully you blow up the Death Star. Now, I only did this level one time and, and got through it and blew up the Death Star. Is it possible to miss and have to do it again or lose instantly? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't get to it this time playing it. I beat it several times as a kid, but I got good enough to where I was just doing it every time. Oh, wow. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I did. I really do enjoy that trench level, though. It yeah. was. Uh, it, it was really cool. I mean, that was for it's all hard. The, the bad, shitty, janky, messy levels in that game. Uh, the Mode Seven levels. Uh, they did going down that trench pretty fucking great. I mean, it, they did it well. You know that 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 part plays well. I mean, it's it's definitely hard. Uh, it's. I think logistically, it's less of a you flying around shooting things as much as it's you trying to shoot shots before they hit you to last long yes. enough to get to the right point, which is what happens in the movie. I guess I should I should have thought of that. But still, it was it was fun. I did enjoy that. Uh, and, and so you blow up the Death Star, and, and you know the game ends. That's, that's how Star Wars ends, so thankfully that's how Super Star Wars ends. And on its own, if, if the other two games didn't come out, I think I would have been, even though we had basically we spent the last, what, half an hour complaining, I still think I like the game. It's it's very much still feels like Star Wars. Now, I will also say I just got for Christmas this year the original trilogy on Blu-ray, and oh. I tried to get my son, who is four, to watch the original Star Wars with me because it's the least offensive of the Star Warses as far as things that might scare him. Uh, and he fell asleep almost immediately. So perhaps, yeah. uh, <laughs> perhaps I'm jaded uh, with with my love of the original Star Wars, and, and therefore this game. I, I, you know, it was a mess. Would I, if I bought this now on PS4, would I be happy? Of course I wouldn't be. That's insane. But, but on the Super Nintendo platform, especially being the characters from the movie, hearing the sound, seeing things you've only seen in Star Wars, despite all the problems, still enjoyed it. Yeah, and and the same thing. Uh, I I don't know if I said any good things about this, as as we as we spoke about it. But still, it, it's difficult, and the the Death Star it's it's going to test your 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 fucking patience. Uh, but yeah, it's it's an enjoyable game, and and yet again, like I said earlier, I think it's that there's it's the fact that it's Star Wars. If these were just nameless characters and and it wasn't tied to the movies at all these movies that i you know just just have loved ever since i was a, a small child i i don't know what i would think about it i don't think i would like it as much uh but but as a star wars fan i think it gives you it gives you just enough to to keep you wanting to push through to see see what's next see how they're going to do this scene, see how they're going to do the the Death Star at the end. I think there's just enough there for for a Star Wars fan. Uh, if you're not a Star Wars fan, I don't know if you really will take anything uh, away from this game nowadays. It, there's just you know when the game came out, there was a certain spectacle to it, mm -hmm. and it 
you can kind of see it as you play it. You know, the music is, is for the most part great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it follows the story. It it you know it's got huge bosses. It really tries to to go over the top with everything, um, especially even like the you know the cinematics. Like there's so many cinematics in this game, and they're all done really well. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah coming back to it now. It it does it has not aged well at all, and that spectacle is more laughable now than, than what it was back when I was a kid, and I was like, oh man, this is amazing. Now I'm just like, oh man, this is not great. But yeah, it's you know, if you want some frustration and you like some Star Wars, then I would totally recommend this first game. But that's that's being a Star Wars fan, I think, is dealing with a good deal of frustration. <laughs> if you're a Star Wars fan, then you're used to it by now. So play Super Star Wars. Worse has happened to you. <laughs> well, I think the biggest thing is is it has this game commits a bunch of you know what I consider to be platforming sins over and over again but it was mm-hmm. i i let it happen because it was star wars so i didn't care it's star wars. and it's it's you know the fact that the the jumping levels are insta deaths are unbearable i mean it, mega man does it but in mega man first off the levels are much much shorter and condensed and and the, it's more obvious where that will happen here there's definite parts where you just fall and you're like oh i didn't realize there was no floor there well good times that happened uh, also in mega man when you die you come back at the, the strength you would be when you died as well because you have one strength. You know, this the powering up and, and losing that entire, you know, sometimes levels worth of powering up in one misstep jump is is almost unbearable. Uh, this game has segments where it, it's auto-scrolls. I can't handle that. Uh, the, the 3D sections are laughable now, and at the time, still probably not that good. But now the, you know, especially the, the X-Wing the first X-Wing segment, you're like, oh, no, this isn't fun. I mean, one thing was an X-Wing space battle, but no, this is just me flying on top of a gray, spinny Mode 7 mess with things shooting at me. This is not fun. But I still did it, and it was fun because it was Star Wars, and it sounded like Star Wars, and the, the blasters sound like Star Wars blasters, and the X-Wing sounds like an X-Wing. I mean, th- those things made it work. I definitely had not played the Empire, Super Empire Strikes Back until now, and it. First off, I, I do think I, I congratulate them for saying, assuming that you did not play this game without playing Super Star Wars, because it does not waste time throwing mm-hmm. the game right in your face. No, and, and I and I don't think there'd be many instances of people just just picking this one up. I think I think enough people knew about Star Wars to know, hey, this is the second. Um, uh, but yeah, I I am also very impressed. They didn't kind of didn't kind of start over and and have a an opening stage. Now they are assuming that you just played, and I mean probably just played the last one, and you're jumping straight into this one because it's it's business as usual as soon as you turn this thing on. Yeah, you start out as Luke again. You know, you've got your lightsaber at the beginning of the game. It's literally just like you're starting. You know, the Empire Strikes Back. You, you're on Hoth. You, you've got your uh, Tauntaun. You've, you know, it's 
it's that. Um, but yeah, if you have not played the first one, then going into this one, uh, it, it is a like hitting a brick wall, probably. Because yeah. if you're not used to the difficulty and, and the weird shit, the first one, all the terrible platforming sins that it committed, then <laughs> coming over to Empire, where it commits many more, um, mm. even for, even though it tries to clean things up and be a better game, it is still, uh, it, it's probably a hell of a punch in the face if you just started off with that one. Yeah. It, it is a better game. They they did make it so that things don't spawn quite as fast and all over the place. It seems a much more organized uh, enemy positioning. But that said, they compensate for that by making the levels massive. Uh, yes. A lot of them are almost maze-like. Uh, I mean, generally, they're not, they're not too complex in the scheme of levels that are like mazes. I would never say it was a maze, but it's... It's definitely much larger with more paths that are incorrect ways to go, and there are dead ends, and there are uh, some some bizarre jumps that don't make any sense, or things where like you'll jump and there's supposed to be up currents that push you to the ceiling that you never see. I'm not really sure how you'd know that happens. Uh, but you're you're in Hoth. I mean, it's it's not screwing around. You're alone. Uh, this is this is the first third of the game is Luke alone. Uh, with a Tauntaun or without a Tauntaun, in caves, fighting ice creatures and wampas and droids. And it's hard. It is super hard. I it's to... hard. And this setting wore out its welcome with me really quickly. Um, if, if you thought you spent a lot of time on the Death Star, this this Hoth is... Uh, I, I was ready. I was ready about halfway through for a change of scenery. Uh, and that's one of the things I liked about the 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 first one is they they did a pretty decent job of of changing the the scenery up, but this one uh, that's that's a huge mistake they make right off the right off the bat, like you said, for about a third of the game. Yeah, and Hoth is, I mean, true to true to the film. I mean, there's really only three settings um, that you can go with. There's Hoth, there's Dagobah, and then there's uh, Cloud City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they might have, you could have maybe squeezed in a fucking Death Star stage, but no one would ever want that. But, you know, that's kind of what they had to work with. And mm-hmm. they, they're, I don't know how many stages it goes on for, but if you are a fan of Hoth, then get ready that's because it. you're going to get more than enough of it. Um, your time you're, come. yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of caves, a lot of, uh, being in the, the, uh, the base, uh, <laughs> just a lot oh, of, so a lot wrong. of Hoth. It's so long. You you are in Hoth on the outside, you know, just in your Tauntaun, which in the movie is what, five minutes? Not even? Mm-hmm. Total, yeah. including yeah. The, the Wampa scene? And, and this, it's it's easily like eight levels where you're just going in and out of caves and, and fighting Wampas in different forms and fighting all these other underwater, like uh, these underwater lizard things, uh, droids, uh, like the, the, the spy droids or whatever that are down there to, to find the uh, the rebels. And it's so long, and it's like you're outside, then you're in a cave, then you're outside, then you're in a cave, and you're outside, and you're in a cave, and these are all different levels. And then you finally get through that section, you're like, oh, thank God, I'm done with Hoth. But no, then you're Han Solo running through the the you know the inside of the base, mm-hmm. trying to get to your speeder, and then then all of a sudden you're Luke Skywalker in a speeder going through uh, what is the first vehicle section i mean yes the tauntauns a vehicle but but those are still side scrolling action levels this the the snow speeder stage is almost unplayable i mean it i got through it and maybe it it's just that it has not aged well but i had a hard time with those levels 
it's um yes if you thought the death star x-wing stage from the last one was maybe a bit more than what mode seven should ever be able to do then yes welcome to hell because yeah. these these snow speeder stages not only do they run worse uh than what they did you know the frame rate is almost unplayable as it is uh and you have to be pretty exact with what you're doing you're trying to kill at eight or atsts first um and then the game bless its heart it tries so hard to do what the movie does you go on to fighting ATATs. <laughs> now if you've seen the movie, you know what you're supposed to do. You fire your, your tow cable at it and, and fly around their legs three times. That's fine. That was really cool in the movie. But mm. when you're trying to con- actually do that in mode seven, it is a fucking mess because it just barely works. You know, you're trying to, to circle around this ATAT. If you get the tow cable on the damn thing in the first place, then you have to try and circle it. And that, at ATAT has like four frames of animation trying to like circle around it. So it, it's so hard to figure out just what you're having to do. Sometimes you'll just run into it. Sometimes you don't know. You just have to learn yeah. um, when you're not getting hit or when you're not hitting something. It, it's just a mess. I, I give I give them all the credit in the world for trying to do this, but it does it does not work. Yeah, I mean, and with, and with the. With the hardware they have, I don't know. Obviously, you want this in your game. Uh, that's a that's a, a very memorable scene uh, from from Empire, and, and you want that in the game. And I guess this is the only way you can can translate it. But fuck this level, you've got to you've got to use the fucking force to get through this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. It it when something has you looking back uh, fondly. On, on the Death Star from the first game, <laughs> something bad's going on. And and again, I think maybe this is us saying this in 2018 because this this exact scene was done better in every other game since then. I mean, Shadows of the Empire on N64 had scenes where you take mm-hmm. down at ATATs, and yeah. it was awesome. And it did exactly this, and it felt good. And uh, mm-hmm. what was the other N64 Rogue? Rogue Squadron? Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that yeah. also mm-hmm. had a scene like this. Amazing. Super good. Mm-hmm. Controlled really well. Felt really good. Uh, this does not. Uh, what makes this level worse, also, well, we didn't, you didn't mention this, than the previous land speeder levels and even the, uh, the Death Star levels, is uh, Mode 7 does not do well with dealing with hills. And they oh, decide yeah. to put hills all over this goddamn level. And so there's parts where I think I took damage for driving directly into the ground, but I don't know because I couldn't really tell what was hurting me. Things are shooting at you with two frames of, of, of movement per second along with hills, along with just driving into vehicles. Uh, you know, Thankfully, when you kill an ATST or an ATAT, you get a lot of life back, so it's, it's mm-hmm. worth it for that uh, to, to kind of counterbalance how difficult it is. But still... I appreciated what they were trying to do, and I did enjoy the first time I took down an ATAT with the tow cable. I was like, that felt good. I feel good about this. I can make this through. And I somehow did. And you're treated to the worst side scrolling shooter level ever made by man. <laughs> I think I took a picture and sent it to you guys to talk, to just ex- explain how angry I was that I. <laughs> this, this is the trouble uh, when, in, in a side scrolling shooter when you take up. About half the fucking screen. You're, yes, you're in you're in a, a an extremely detailed snowspeeder, uh, but it it's is it is a third of the screen. It's so big. 
You are the biggest target in the fucking galaxy at this point. You are massive, and the stuff that's coming on screen is shooting at you before it's there. It's coming at you from the sides where you can't possibly see it. Uh, you're, you're fighting uh, snow speeders, and you're fighting guys in backpacks, and it's just attrition. You just have to kind of make it through it, but goddamn. I mean, if I didn't have save states and patience, when I have barely any patience, I, I would have not played past this point. I mean, I, I was already done with Hoth, well before getting to the mode 7 section and then after getting through the mode 7 section to seeing the world's worst shooter i was real close to just throwing in the towel on this one and just saying yeah it's a real shame that no games are ran after super star wars because it, it was really really it is really really bad that that and it's a short section it's the only one like it uh, as far as i got in the game maybe it's every other level after i got stopped which is not much farther than this but Wow, that was as soon as I got to that first section, and I <laughs> and your your character goes. I mean, he's he's big anyway, but he goes. If you're at the edge of the screen, your midpoint is the middle of the screen, and I'm trying yeah. to shoot things, but it <laughs> it was just like I just started laughing. I I didn't even know what they were <laughs> thinking. What a bad idea! Like I get you want it to look right, but man, if you would have scrolled out a little bit, if you would have made it a regular shooter, that was a, a good section. But mm-hmm. instead, it's so large, it's just not not feasible. I don't, I don't really understand the reasoning for it. You know, I, I, I'll give him credit for trying to put a little bit more gameplay variety in this one than what was in uh, Super Star Wars. Uh, there, there are a lot of kind of one-off things that you do in this game, uh, and this is one of them, but it does not mean that it's a good idea because, mm-hmm. yeah, that uh, you are half the screen and you don't move very fast. And literally everything is going to hit you. So you just basically have to pray that you're going to make it past this and and hope that enough uh, you miss enough shots that you can get to the point where you're then um, uh, you get out of the snowspeeder and you're trying to climb the uh, Adat's leg to get up into it, you know, like like in the movie. Uh, except that not in this one, you you don't get to use your your little tow cable just to go up in it. You actually have to climb the leg of the thing. And. I kind of forgot about this because I didn't really, I don't, I didn't remember it uh, from playing it as a kid. And this is uh, like Super Star Wars. I played Empire several times as a kid, beat it. Um, It's pretty good at it. Don't know how. I had a lot more patience back then, I guess. But playing it now and trying to, I I don't know if you guys had any problem with this, but climbing that AT-AT's leg was possibly the most annoying thing that I have fucking done uh, Mm -hmm. in a a long time. Like you were climbing that, you're trying to climb it. And then all of a sudden, these uh, stormtroopers with, uh, uh, you know, fucking backpacks that they can fly around in, they just come sweeping across the screen and they will hit you and just knock you back off to the ground. Uh It's just like they just come in and just hit you. That's all they're there for. And it it took me, I swear to God, like eight or nine times to get up that damn leg. At this point, I was already so annoyed with everything in the game up to this point. Uh I, I was not surprised this was hard. I mean, it's not it's not a long section. If you knew what you were doing, you could probably get through this section in 30 seconds. But it's, it mm-hmm. took me forever to get inside that dumbass ATAT, and then to get rewarded with another long-ass side-scrolling section where I just walk through an ATAT and shoot everything was just like, I... We have to get off Hoth. I have to get <laughs> off Hoth. I've been in Hoth for like 12 levels. In the movie, you know, admittedly, yes, a third of Star Wars is on Hoth. And, and it's the coolest part of that movie, in my opinion. The the the, the battles with the AT-ATs, the whole Empire uh, coming on, 
strong to attack the uh, the outpost. I, I, a great section of the movie. Uh, so I don't blame them for doing so much there, but god damn, it's so long. The whole... But I was done with Hoth before I became Han Solo, and to know that I then had more sections where I had to go through the base and then fly around and then fly, you know, fight my way to an ATAT and then climb on the ATAT. I was just, I was so done with this game. Yeah. And the bosses, and we didn't get into this too much, other than saying they're all attrition bosses, but some of the bosses in this game are just, just rude as how hard they are. <laughs> just a kick in the teeth. Every time you get to it, the the probe droid that you get to in the section before you get your land speeder that is in the ice. So you, you get to the section where you're you, you you fight a probe droid and, and you think the level's over, but then it keeps going. But you're like, no big deal. Now is where we got to run to the base. And this is awesome. So you, you go through this like kind of easy section where you slide down hills and collect little points and all this other stuff. You're like, this is great. And then you get to a sea, like a frozen sea where you can only jump on certain platforms. And that's when I was like, oh, no, platforming. But thankfully, you can kind of swim even in this garbage sea. So I thought, okay, no big deal. And then a probe droid that's about a fourth size of the screen as well comes up and is immediately just destroys you. And and you have to – your checkpoint for that is back right after the previous massive boss fight. And it's – so by the time I got here, I had gotten through several obnoxious boss fights to get to this – this section. So the fact that it did take you so long to go up the leg, I was not surprised anymore. I was just doing this now. I was like, how far am I going to get before I finally get too mad to play this? Because I'm right there as it is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And the uh, the boss for that one is uh, well, if, if you know what you you need to do, then it's actually very easy. The the head of the ATAT yes. walker. Yes. Um, and if you're sitting there like I was as a dumb kid until I figured it out and just trying to use your blaster, it's uh, you're probably going to die. But it, it, all you have to do is like just uh, pull up your lightsaber and deflect the bullets back at him, and that's it. You win. There's so many things like that in this game where you can just kind of cheat your way through it. Um, not really cheat, but just kind of use the stuff that you've got in ways that you really wouldn't think so to to kind of you know mess with the game. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, there's like Han Solo's little uh, slide move, things like that. Um, that. He's kind of invincible when he does it. There's there's a lot of stuff like that that you kind of have to use to, eh, you know, I don't want to say cheat, but make it a little bit easier for yourself, even if the game didn't really intend you to use it that way. But it's not cheating because the game fully does intend you to use it that way. The yeah, game it seems does like it. intend you to use Han Solo's slide. That's the next section. You get through this this ATAT, you, you climb up the ATAT, you climb inside of it, you go on top of it, you take it down, and you're treated to the reward of getting to run through the base again as Han yes. Solo to <laughs> get to your Millennium Falcon and, and get Leia off the uh, off of Hoth. So you, in those sections, you don't have your lightsaber, so you don't have that jump, which is arguably better because you, you don't really use the lightsaber for anything but the jump anyway. But the section there, the, the bosses with Han Solo are so goddamn hard. Uh, the, the first one you get to is like a, almost like a helicopter thing with blades on the bottom that have these chains that spin around and you have to take out each piece of it until eventually you take out all the, the pieces you can destroy and then you can start destroying the body of it itself and then it shoots like droids at you at the same time i mean that boss is insanely hard and, and i i had to watch I, I got to it and i was like this is this is laughable i'm not even doing any damage to it and i'm just dying over and over again and then i realized you your job the way to get through it is to just roll around like an asshole until you get a couple good shots off and then roll around again until you, you're safe and you get a couple shots off. They want uh -huh. you to use that roll 
I mean, that, that is the mechanic to play, is to use that role, especially as Han Solo, to get through those fights. So it's it, just kind of bad design, because it doesn't seem like it's you should be able to, to mess with the game that much doing that, but they didn't put in any other way for you to get around this stuff. Yeah. Uh, especially the uh, when you're Han Solo and you have to fight the ATST boss. Oh, uh, my God. Which is a huge boss, and that one is a goddamn nightmare on its own but still you've kind of got to use the same strategy of just spamming that role uh to to get through it well the, the secret to that boss and that's the second han solo boss and that was this was the point that up until this morning was as far as i had gotten in this game mm. uh, was to the atse boss i got there and i had more than three quarters of my life bar i i had a save state set right before him so that i could just try it over and over again and i could not figure out how to beat him because it it's huge, it takes up half the screen, uh, and and it constantly fires at you. So the the key to that boss is you let him jump over you and you roll under him, and then there's a a, a second on the screen where you shoot and you'll find a hidden shield icon, and you get the shield icons and you're invincible for like ten seconds. And at that point, you just run up to him and you use your detonators over and over and over again, your grenades, and it'll kill him pretty quick. That's the key to that boss. Otherwise, I could not figure out. Like, I don't think there's a way to do it with finesse. The way to do it, the way to do it is to kind of cheese the game, find that 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 uh, shield icon, and then just spam away your grenades because it was painful. Hmm. Maybe you guys can blow it away with one shot, or you know, with with one attempt. I honestly, I sucked. I, I am not good. No, at this it game. took me several times as a kid. Yeah. Uh, it was that one was hitting a brick wall for me. And, and this is where I was till this morning, and then I got through that boss, and I felt really good about myself. And then the next segment is the <laughs> Millennium Falcon flying yep. into the asteroid field. And I'm going to be honest, my son heard me say some words today that he's never heard, and I'm sure I'm going to hear about them from my wife later. And, mm-hmm. and he asked me why I threw a remote at the television. And I, I was very angry at this level. And I spent, mm-hmm. I tried to get through this easily 15 times, and did not get to the last. I got to where you have to destroy twenty Tie Fighters, and it's mm-hmm. it's not. I don't even. I don't know if it's mode seven or not necessarily because it's it's in space, but it probably somehow is. But it's it's you know you're in the Millennium Falcon. You're if it was just dodging asteroids, I'd have been okay, and and killing a few Tie Fighters. And if it was just dodging Tie Fighters and, and there were maybe half as many asteroids, okay. But instead, there's two million asteroids that you're trying to dodge or shoot while you're also trying to kill 20 TIE Fighters to get to the end of this goddamn level. And I got down to three with more than half of my life bar left the last time I tried. And Mm. somehow, like, 50 asteroids smashed into the the Millennium Falcon before I could find one more TIE Fighter. And that was when I screamed a a whole lot of things. (laughs) And I literally, I haven't thrown a controller since I was probably 12, and I (laughs) full-on threw it at the television. I was very angry. Thankfully, I missed the television because it has a wire. <laughs> but it was still just like, holy shit, I haven't been this mad in forever. I need to stop playing this. Yeah, well, it, it that's I can I can totally understand quitting at that point because that stage is uh, it is not easy. Um, it, no. it it's it's kind of, the, the whole game's difficulty is kind of odd because Hoth and that whole section up to the Millennium Falcon in the asteroid uh, belt. It is incredibly hard. It is just insanely hard for a game. But everything after that, once you get to Dagobah, it's not too bad. Like it's it's like all of the fucking difficulty. It it goes from being impossible to being 
mostly acceptable yeah, uh, yeah. after that. Because uh, Dagobah, you know, you once you get to Dagobah, you're Luke again, of course, and you get your Force powers. This is the the first new thing that the game has has added as far as gameplay goes, um, where you actually have selectable Force power ups. You know, you can uh, heal yourself, you can float, uh, you've got uh, kind of like a plasma shield that you can use to deflect enemy uh, hits, things like that. It's uh, almost kind of like little cheat codes that you get to use, and you've got a um, you, you get a Force bar. Uh, that you know, once you use force, it does drain the bar. So you of course get power ups that you can, you know, to fill it back up. But once you get that, and you're playing as Luke, it's pretty easy. Like you can f- go through Dagobah like it's nothing. Like that's probably the easiest part of the game in the middle of the game. Um, so I, I don't know if you guys got to that part or not, but I. <laughs> I, I did. I, I went through a brief period where I debated with myself. Maybe it's it's a design a design choice uh, to 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 make it seem easier now. You know, to make you feel like you know you've got all your force powers now, and and now it's easier to get through because your character's so powered up. And I, and I realized I probably just gave them too much credit, and and they uh, maybe they just wanted you to have a fucking break uh, for the kid for the kids that are still playing. Here's here's a treat. Uh, you're not going to fucking suffer. For a while now, but yeah, I, I would say at this point, if you can get off Hoth, if you can, and uh, there's no shame if you can't, uh, <laughs> because this is when I sat the game down uh, for for a while. Um, yeah, I, I would say the difficulty uh, kind of reverts back to which uh, not simple. Uh, you can't just stop paying attention and just play through. But I think the difficulty kind of reverts back to some of the some of the st- earlier stages of the first game, um, where it's it's not too demanding of you. Um, but yeah, you've got these force powers now that that certainly you, you feel like and maybe it's a good representation of the force. Uh, you feel like you're getting away with something. You feel like you're pulling off things in the game now you shouldn't be able to you feel like maybe you have just for the first time in the series maybe just kind of the, the slightest of advantages I, I am sad i didn't get this far that was what i was the most excited about after hoth i mean i i wanted to do you know see what they were going to do with the atat scenes and after i saw it i was very sad but i, I wanted to see what jedi trading and the rest of the game was like I, even in the movie not really a fan of the Cloud City section, so maybe in the game yeah. it's amazing, but in the movie, that's where the game, the movie kind of, I mean, yeah, it's important, and yet, you know, you're not going to skip it, obviously, it's the end of the movie, yeah. but but it's the where the movie kind of hits a hits a snag. It slows down, and, and it sets up the next whole movie, uh, uh-huh. but but in this game, you know, th- this game, I was like, I'm so done with Hoth, I'm ready, and to, to have to give up before getting there, if we delayed this farther, which I'm glad we didn't, I, I would have tried <laughs> to get farther just to see those. Yeah. So instead, I, I jumped on the next game, which does give you some of that force stuff at the very beginning. Uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. it's the same, uh, you know, same mechanics, but at least I got to see what it's like. And at least based on my little experience in the next game, uh, I would probably have have been intrigued but annoyed by the force <laughs> in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I, I don't know. It's it's something different. And you've played after the first game and, and on into this one. I, I any change is welcome. And and fuck, I think Hoth just breaks your fucking spirit. I, I really think it does. You're not the same when you finish it as you were when you when you set in. <laughs> um, but but the the highlight of this one is fucking you get you some Darth Vader. You get the you get the showdown in this one. 
Yeah, and it's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is. Uh, if you thought that they couldn't do uh, it, it, bosses before, uh, suddenly they're they're forced to try and, and do a finesse boss where you uh, you've actually got to put put some time into it and and maneuver, yeah. maneuvering around and and. Uh, it's at this point you realize this game they're not going to be able to to replicate a lightsaber duel no it's not no. going to happen there there's no finesse you still got your fucking fucking holding a lightsaber while being attacked by a swarm of bees fucking <laughs> swinging around wild um uh, and it, it and it's a letdown uh, this is the first you know, chance in the game for a, a lightsaber duel. I don't know how they could have pulled it off. I, there's, I don't know of any precedent for it as far as a, a, a good sword fighting game or anything like that. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's a letdown because a, a nice fucking lightsaber duel really, really would have pushed this game over the edge. And, and you really probably could have forgiven a lot of things if you had just that, that kick-ass lightsaber fight at the end, but you, you don't get it. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's definitely, it is really, really hard to like, you have to use uh, a lot of your force powers to, mm-hmm. to make it through this. And uh, it, it kind of does have um, sections, you know, you've got it. There's the point where you're just trying to swat at him as much as you can, but then he'll kind of fly up to the side uh, of the walkway and then he'll like in the movie he'll he'll throw a bunch of crap at you and that's when you gotta you know kill all that stuff to get more force powers so you can continue using your force powers it's and it goes on forever like everything else in these games yeah. it just goes on and on and on and you know it's supposed like the movie you're supposed to feel like you're you don't have an advantage you know it feels like darth vader is just tearing you apart and he mm-hmm. kind of does and I think when I finally did beat him as a kid, it took several tries. It yeah, took it's, several tries. It's not it's not easy. And at this point in the fight, you're just kind of I, I I didn't make it this far as a kid. Um, and and I knew just based on the the games leading up that I probably was not going to get the the Vader showdown. I was hoping for it. So it's just a combination of just being let down and still having to slog through this fight and and when it's over uh it's just not it's not very satisfying and i I don't know if we did it to ourselves by playing these games so close in a row um i i don't know if if there was so much fatigue um because you know we're reviewing all three in a row whereas if we had waited uh for release dates and they played a game and time went by and we picked up the next I don't know, but I am just, I am not going into the third one enthusiastically at this point. Yeah, and I don't, I didn't actually play the third one much as a kid. It kind of came out late in the the Super NES's lifespan. And I just didn't, I I remember my cousin renting it and we played it for a bit. But uh, I think I'm kind of like you guys. I didn't really get too far in in the Jedi. No, I um. I, I played around a little bit. Um, I, this was the one where finally I had to hunker down, put in the fucking debug code, just so I could skip around a few levels, try it out, get a get a look at, at some things. Um, but but no, uh, but I, I did a combination of playing through enough and watching enough to see that uh, where I think the the second one kind of, I think the second one in a lot of ways kind of upped things a little bit. It did some things better. 
Uh, the Force Powers, the addition of that was great. The third one, I just I don't think it did much in the way of, of continuing uh, to, to elevate things. Uh, I don't know. What I played, I just it was just more of the same. It seemed like, and and maybe it's an unfair judgment having not played through it in its entirety. But you motherfuckers tried playing through these three games in a row. No, and, no. and good luck. And, and you that, can, you get a fucking, you get the fucking ribbon. I think you nailed it. I think us trying to play all three of these in its entirety was was a mistake. Uh, as far as to <laughs> just just for the amount, I mean, not even for the amount of time. I mean, these had these had gaps in between when they came out. I mean, not not three years between each oh, yeah. like the movies, but but still, you had time to if you got through Super Star Wars, great, and you could start Empire and, and feel like you're looking for more. But you had a break, you know. I, I mean, yeah. we we plowed through the first game and and the second game, and I didn't even finish the second game, and I went to the third game to to. To make the third game start on a sour note, it starts with a mode seven level, uh, where you're just on <laughs> yeah. like a land speeder going to Jabba's palace, which didn't happen in the movie. Uh, it's also the first mode seven level that's on the ground where you have to make major jumps or die immediately. So mm-hmm. that was not positive in my mind. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck this. And then and, you and, get to the next section, the first real level, and and I was like, oh cool, you get to be as 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 uh, Chewbacca or Luke or or as Leia as Boosh, which is awesome. Like, that's a cool... I, I like that. But uh, then I started playing. I was like, nope, this is more of the same shit I've been playing for two yeah, other games. I, I, we were fatigued, and I think the developers were fatigued at this point uh, of cranking these things out. Uh, I, I don't think there was much imagination put into this one of course the one thing i wanted to speed along to was the was the finale i wanted to see how they handle that and you get just like you got darth vader you fucking get the emperor and 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 let me tell you uh it's more fucking flailing i i I, but i don't know i think it's i think a lot of the complaints on here are just the limitations at the time like we said i don't know how they would do the the ad at scene any better uh and there's scenes you have to do in these star wars games and i'm sure that was probably a problem there's iconic scenes you have to have the vader showdown and the, the, i just don't think on the super nintendo there was any good way to to pull off these these scenes and, and somehow the emperor showdown is, is is not very satisfying either it just kind of it turns into a just a, a flail about also well I, again i think with the scenes that that I had gotten to, uh, specifically mm-hmm. that AT-AT scene, I mean, even though it was awkward and the, the fact that the hills were bad or whatever, still, when it worked, and when I was able to, to take down mm-hmm. an AT-AT, it, it, it still felt good. And yeah. even now, I mean, yes, it's been done a million times better since, but it still was like, yeah, that that feels like Star Wars to me. That's yeah. As much as we complain for the last hour plus about mm-hmm. this ga- these games, they still feel like Star Wars, even though I did not have the interest in playing return of the jedi i'm going to someday play through all of return yeah. of the jedi to see there, there are it's the least my least favorite of those three movies um but still better than the prequels and and yeah. i still think it i like it better certainly. than than episode seven and i didn't see the new one yet i will someday hey, come on episode but, uh, seven was a was a strong one episode seven was good but but i don't think it's as good as the original three movies but I, this isn't a discussion about <laughs> about my placement of the movies it could easily be i I, uh, I mean we're just an hour and a half in what's another two or three hours at this point <laughs> i just think that this that 
the the third game wasn't quite as as good. I think you're yeah. right. Maybe the, the developers were just they were like, well, we got to finish this off, so let's finish it off. And you know, our, our good the, ideas have the, been done, and and now we're yeah. just going to make kind of rehash these these same ideas with with yes, the levels you want to see, but you know, honestly, I I don't want to see anything past Jabba's Palace. I don't care yeah. about Endor. I don't care about any of these things. I, I just wanted to see that, and I saw it, and and I'm content with that. But these are these are not bad games. I, I don't want to oh, sit no. here and say these are bad games because they aren't. I mean, I, I again, I think you're right. If it was called, you know, Mike Starkiller in Space mm-hmm. Journey, we'd all be talking about what a terrible game this was. But it's not. Yeah. It's Star Wars, and it has this, the characters the, and these songs. This is like. the biggest case of something getting a pass, and and I can I, and I can say it's getting a pass because just uh, a lot of nostalgia and a lot of just the the, the name factor to it. Um, uh, when it hits, it hits. Uh, yes. It misses most of the time, but uh, the, like you said, bringing down that at at, there's still uh, there's still a lot of you know uh, just being able to relive some of those scenes, even in this 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 form. Uh, there's a lot of fun to be had, and and I know we've we've focused on a lot of the negative because really there is a little more negative than positive. But I think. Uh, like I said at the end, when we finished up uh, reviewing the first one, if you're not a Star Wars fan, I don't know any reason why you should bother. But but if you are and you didn't play these and you love the original trilogy, uh, yeah, uh, you, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a frustrating time. And uh, and you, too, you may want to take some advice from Jeremy P. and, and put the kids away for something like that. But uh if you're a Star Wars fan, it's worth it's worth looking into, and you'll you'll take something good away from it. It won't be all frustration. Uh, and there's some fun to be had, and yeah. Uh, but once again, I can't reiterate enough: if you don't like Star Wars, you probably haven't made it to this point in the podcast. I'm sure you probably clicked <laughs> off a while back. Uh, but if you're not a fan of Star Wars, this isn't going to change anything. You're going to feel the exact same way about it, or maybe dislike it more. If you give these a shot. So there you have our first episode of 2018 covering the Super Star Wars series. Uh, again, you know, we we like them. Uh, we're also Star Wars fans. And, and I think Billy's right. If you're not a Star Wars fan, and I'm sorry for the last hour plus. Uh, but at the same time, maybe you'll enjoy our next episode. We're going to stick with uh, with Nintendo. We're going to cover the Punch-Out! series. So Punch-Out! Super Punch-Out! We'll probably even cover that Wii Punch-Out! Uh, and I'm still going to refer to it as Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! Regardless of which version we're talking about or if he's in it or not. So until that next episode, please check us out. We're on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, all of which at Retrovania.net, spelled out Retrovania.net. And yeah, before this episode came out, we put up our first video, our first YouTube of the year on Ninja Gaiden for the the regular Nintendo, the original. Uh, and and hopefully we have some more, uh, you know, more often than we did towards the end of last year. We have a little more time, and I'm a little more motivated myself to get back on the Intellivision to do some more of these things. So hopefully that happens. Mm. Uh, but like I said, find us anywhere on as Retrovania.net, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.